Begin today towards the bottom of Dafnanala from the base, three lines from the bottom of the Yamad. Boyerava. The Gemara before was discussing the halacha of Tumas Rekev, and there it said that the body has to be complete. Only then does this tumma of the dust of this uh, body uh, apply. So there's a similar subject that it brings up now. Boyerava, Sarava asked the following Shaila. Numala Shachasra, an ant, which is a full creature. But there's something that's missing from this ant. Let's say the legs were chopped off. <laughs> Mahu, what's the halacha? Now, this concept of an umala, a full barrier, that's the way it's, it's usually called. The, uh, the halacha of having a, a sharetz, which you're not allowed to eat. If it's a full barrier, so then even if it's not the minimum size necessary for the iser, but if it's a full barrier, if it's a full creature, it's aser. So the question of the Gemara, though, is whether this iser of eating a full berry or a full creature applies even if the legs are chopped off. It's, it's still a, a fully alive, totally alive, but the legs are chopped off. Or does it have to be a barrier and it has to be full? Not the entire, it can't, can't be missing any tiny drop of its existence. And Mark explains, Shiyura Gemirinla, the halacha that says that there's an iser of eating this full barrier, does it mean that it has to, that the, the, the shear, the full shear, the full size of its existence has to be there? If there's a part that's chopped off, like I said, the legs chopped off, then it's, it's missing. So the iser does not apply. Or the point that the halacha taught of this iser of the barrier is that it's a barrier, that it's an alive full creature. Even if it's missing a certain part, the iser would still apply. So as I mentioned, Bepashtas, this question about the barrier is when you get to the Isr Achila. Right? That's why when we uh, check all these different uh, vegetables or lettuce or things of insects, if it's a, it could be a tiny little insect. Uh, but as long as it's a live, full insect, so then there's the Isr to eat it. Right? So that, that's, that's the Bepashtas, the relevance of this question of the Gemara. Mm. But the Rosh here does say, this is a Chiddush because it doesn't really say it anywhere else in the Gemara, that this halacha of barrier applies to Tumah as well. That by, by touching Tumah, this is also a minimum size of what causes Tumah. But he says that similar, if it's a full barrier, so then even if it's a tiny size, it will still cause Tumah. So the same applies regarding Tumah. So the Gemara says, Amar Av Midiskrata. So Rav Yehudah Midiskrata said, let's bring a Rai from the following Braisa. Toshama Bahem. Pasik when it speaks about the Tumah of Shratzim. So the Pasik there says, Bahem, you touch them. So, right, the full pasuk is Ela hatmeim lechem b'chol asheretz kol anegeya b'hem b'moisam yitma. If you touch them, when it's a dead carcass of these creatures, you become tame. So, what does b'hem teach me? Yachol b'kulon. I would think that b'hem means if you only only if you touch the entire creature, then you become tame. The whole sheretz. Talmud Laima, there's another pasuk there that says mayhem. The pasuk there says kol ashiipa lolav mayhem b'moisam yitma. So maya means from these creatures. So that means you don't, not, not only if you touch the full creature, even if you touch part of it. On the other hand, imehem yachol miktsasam. So mehem only means part of it. It could be metameyu, but tamad leyma behem. But there's the other passage that says, bohem, only the full creature is metameyu. So how How do I reconcile these two terminologies in the psukim here? Acheyiga b'miktsasam shuhu kekulon. That the tume is if you have a part of a sheretz that's the size of kulon, the size of the smallest sheretz that is a full sheretz. And the chachamim measured what's the, what's the smallest sheretz that I could say that now if you touch any sheretz in the size of this smallest sheretz, you'll be tamay. 
It's the size of a lentil. Why? Shekin ha-chaymet, because this sharetz is called chaymet. They have a translation there for what chaymet is. Some kind of a, some kind of a, a creature. Huh? No, sharetz, no. Okay, chaymet. Some kind of, a, this, some, this creature called chaymet. Tchilas b'riyasai, in the beginning, when it's, when it's created, even before it actually uh, comes out into the world, but when, when it's still, uh, but in the beginning when it's created, huh? This is a type of a snail. Type of a snail, okay. So at the beginning of its creation, bichadasha, it's the size of the lentil. So therefore, that's the smallest creature, smallest sheretz when it's created. And so that's the size, that's bohem, the full, the full size of this chaymet. Uh, if you touch another creature, even if it's bigger than a chaymet, but you touch another sheretz, part of it, but it's at this size of the full chaymet, that's the shear of the tumor. That's why we always say that the shear is a kadasha, the size Just of a lentil. By touching it? Right, that will cause tumor. Hmm. So now, what do I understand from this? How do Chachamim measure the size of this chaymet? They measure the size, the full size of the chaymet, which means including whatever parts it has, the legs, shmami na shiura gemirila. From here I see that when Chachamim measure the full size of this chaymet to say what the minimum shear is, which is a adasha, a lentil, they measure the full size of the chaymet, including its legs as well. So before as well, the Gemara wants to compare and say, to the halacha of beria, which would apply by an ant, we measure the full size of the nomala, this ant, including its legs. Rav Rav answers and says, you can't compare to here, where Chachamim are measuring this chaymet, which includes the entire body of the chaymet, including its legs. Why not? When do I say that I have to have this shear? That it has to be at least the size of a lentil. And without that, it will not cause tumah. Meaning that you see that it does include the entire body of the chaymet. And if you chop off the legs, then it's already missing something. That's only there by this chaymet. Why? Because the Chachamim estimated this size of the chaymet before it even is born in the world. They estimated the size when it's, uh, when it's developed, when it's created in the body of its mother, before it even comes out into the world. So over there, it has to be the full size of its body, including the legs, because as the Rishayim here explained, because if you chop off its legs, it's not going to live. It's very sensitive at that point. It's, if, if you, it, over there, it has to be the full size in order for it to be able to be developed and born. But when you have an ant that's already born and it's alive, like maybe over here I say that the fact that it's already alive and it's strong and it, even if you chop off its legs, it's still going to live. Maybe over here, just the fact that it's a barrier and is alive is enough to cause the Isra of Achila or maybe even the Isra of Tumah as well, even after you chop off its legs. And therefore, Tibayalach, this still remains an Ibaya, and we, don't, we can't answer it from this, uh, from this Allah here regarding the Chaymet. Okay, the Gemara now goes back to what was mentioned in the Mishnah before. The Mishnah that counted all the different kinds of cases that can cause Tumah to a Nazir, that he would have to start over his Naziris again. And the Mishnah said, Hashadre Vahagugailis. If the Nazir touched a skull, or again, Hashadre is the uh, spine, or Gulgailis, or the skull from a dead body, so this causes Tumah. So, the Shaila was asked about this Mishnah here. Shadre Does that mean there has to be the tum is only caused if you have both together, the, the spine and the skull, that together they can cause tumah? Even if it's just the spine or the skull, each one separately is enough to cause tumah if you touch it. Amarav answers this Toshama, bring your raya for this from the following Braisa. So here, this the same Shiloh the Gemara has over here regarding the Nazir 
it's this, there's a similar lotion that it says regarding the tomb of Oihel. When you have parts of a dead body inside, under a roof, over there it also says, it also says, it's the same shail over there. Does it mean both together or does it mean either or? So there's a Braise that speaks about the tomb of oil and it says as follows, If you have the spine of a, of a, of a body, that most of the Elohim, the ribs of this uh, spine, were basically cut off or they were broken off. So tahira. So then, this does not cause any tumah. It has to have the ribs together with the with the middle of the spine. But uba kever, if this is a spine that was buried in a kever, then afilu mishuberes and mufurekes. Even if the ribs are broken or detached from the spine, tmeya mitnea kever. In the kever over there, there's alach lamayshemisinai that in the kever it's sort of together. And there, it will cause tumma. The tumma of a caver, how does a tumma of a caver cause tumma? If a person goes over the caver, he forms the oil by going over the caver, he will become tame from this, uh, from this skeleton that uh, has the spine, even though the ribs are broken off of it. Okay, that's the, the halacha regarding the spine. Buried? Right, over the caver, correct. Okay. Now, what do we see from this? Taime mishum digiret. So this Braise is saying that the reason this, this uh, spine does not cause tome is because the ribs of the spine were broken off. But how do I get it? But it, it seems like from here that if the ribs were not broken off, tome, then the spine itself causes tome. So Shmami, now from here I could learn that the spine alone or the skull alone can cause tome, whether the tome of oil or whether the tome for a nazir that it would have to start as naziris over again. So the Gemara answers, and the Gemara's answer here is very bekitzer, not so clear, but the Gemara says as follows, It doesn't say that in this uh, B'raise. It doesn't ever say in the B'raise that when the ribs are together with the spine, that then it'll be tome even without having also the skull. It doesn't say that clearly. Rather, the only thing that this B'raise is coming to teach me is, that if the ribs are broken off, then it'll be tired. It can't cause any tumor. But Idach, the other Shiloh that we have, if you do have the full spine with the ribs, now, will that be Metama alone, or do you need the skull along with it? Tibayaloch, that's still a Shiloh. In other words, this Braise is not addressing what we are discussing here, whether the spine alone is Metama, or you need the spine together with the skull. It's just addressing regarding the status of the, of the spine itself. That what is a spine? A spine means dafka together with the ribs. But now, whether it's matama alone or not, that the Bryce is not discussing. So that still remains a shaila. Toshama, the Gemara tries to bring a raya from another Bryce. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Shishu Dvarim, there were six different things where Rabbi Kiva matame, Rabbi Kiva said that it will be tame, it'll cause tame. The Chachamim Chachamim say it's tar. As we'll see soon, the Gemara is actually going to quote all six things. It's basically six different cases where you have a combination of parts of two different mesim together. And the Machleik is between Rabbi Kiv and the Chachamim is whether the combination of these two mesim together could cause Tom or not. But now the Braise says, V'chazabay Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva retracted from his opinion. He agreed to the Chachamim. Now the Braise says a story. Umaisa Shevi Kupa Malaya Tzamais. So the story was that they brought a box that was full of bones from dead bodies, Lebesa Knesses, Shel Tarsium. And this was to, where, where did they bring this to? It was a shawl that was the shawl of the copper, the, the, the coppersmiths. 
Okay, that's where they brought it to. But they left it outside in the air. They didn't want to bring it under a roof, of, in a room inside where it could be a tomb of oil. So they left it outside. Now they weren't sure exactly what the nature of these bones are. The main thing they wanted to see is, are all these bones from one mace or from two mason? As we'll see, that could be a difference if it'll cause tome or not. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a doctor, and his other doctors came along with him. And and they inspected these bones, and they said, You don't have here a spine from one mace. It's a combination of other bones, not just from one mace. And therefore, it will not cause any tome. Okay. Now the the Taisus, the Rishayim over here point out that the, what was what was the relevance of this, this these bones that were here that they wanted to know if it could cause tumah or not? It, it sounds like we're talking over here about a box that was full of bones that meaning that the shadra the spine was not all together with the ribs it was broken bones. We said before that get it if it's broken off so then it's not going to cause any tumah anyway. So Taisus says that really the only relevance of this was that apparently the bones in this box were previously buried in a caver. And they wanted to know if people that walked over that caver became Tommy or not. Let's say a Nazar may have walked over that caver. They wanted to know if he became Tommy or not. But really over here, now at this point, once it's out of the caver, because the spine that was in this box was not, the, the ribs were not together, was all broken up. So really at this point, there, was, there would be no Tommy for this Nazar either way. Oh, so that's another point he's saying over here, that he see that the doctor said that, that there's no shadra from one mace. If it would be a shadra from one mace, so then even if it's broken, but when it was buried in the caver, if Anazir then walked over it, he would have became tummy and he would have to start his naziris over again. So the doctor said that there's no shadra from one mace, and therefore there's no tummy that's caused by this for the Nazir. Okay, so now the Gemara is medayik. Taimed the lekeshadre the mechadeh. So what you see here is the reason why they said that there's no tumah here is because you don't have one spine from one body. Hoyke, but it sounds like if there would be one one spine from one body, so then I would say it is metama. Oy shadre, oy gulgoyles. Whether it would be just the spine alone or just a skull alone, the mechadeh the mechadeh from one from one body. Nazim megalechale. If a nazi would become tummy from this, he would have to start over his naziris again. Shmami So from here, I could understand. I could learn out. That in our Mishnah, when it says the tomb of a nazir, it means either the spine or the skull. So again, the Gemara answers and says, no, there's no raya from here because loymi boyakama. This Mishnah is saying. A bigger chiddush over here. The doctors were saying that there's not even a spine from one body, and what they meant to say is as follows: Not only is it that you don't have there both a spine and a skull from one maze. In other words, it's possible we could still say that if the tumah you have to have both the spine and the skull. So what the doctors were saying is not only do you not have the spine and the skull from one maze, but or even to have just a spine or just a skull from one mace, even that you don't have here in this box because it's bones mixed from different mason. And therefore, for sure, there's no tumor that will be caused to a nazir from this from the bones in this box. So there's no raya from here either. If it's only the so what's the to say? It's not, it's not a chiddush. The, doc, the doctors were saying how far it's, it is from Tumah that you don't have to be chayshish at all. There's no reason for concern at all. That's what the, they were saying here. Now the Gemara brings from that b'raisa before what are actually the six cases 
that Rabbi Kiva and the Chachamim argued. So Tashma Miminyano is from the the counter over there in the Brayse. Umahein Shishudvarim. What are the six cases? Rabbi Kiva Metame. The Rabbi Kiva says will cause Tome, but Chachamim Metayim. And Chachamim said that will not it will not cause Tome. So as I said before, all these cases are, are basically most of them are going to be talking about combining different parts of bodies from different mason together, whether it combines to cause Tome. So the first case is Al Avram and Ames. There's one aver from a mace, but it's a combination. That one aver, it's really a combination from two different mason. It's a part, part of an aver from one mace, a part of an aver of another mace together. Will it cause tumor? You don't have one full aver from one mace. Or or one limb that comes from a live body, but that, that one aver is a combination from two different people. Or this was the shear that was mentioned in the Mishnah regarding a Nazir. If you have the amount of bones, that's the amount of a half a kav. But this amount of the half a kav comes Mishnah Mason from two different uh, bodies. Or while Revi is damned, the minimum amount to cause Tome is a Revius of blood, Haba Mishnayim, that comes from two different Mason. Or while Etzem Kisa'ira, a bone that's the, the size of a, of a barley, that's the minimum size of a bone that can cause Tomer. Now this is actually not going to cause Tomer, like Chatzikav, all these other cases before, caused even Tomer's Eichel. Chatzikav, um, only causes Tomer if you touch it or carry it, but not Tomer's oil. But over here, it's an Etzem Kisayre Shenech that was sliced into two. So this case is not actually necessarily from two different Mesim, it's one bone from one mace, but it's, it's sliced into two. Or vashadre vagulgailis, or the the spine from from a, a mace, or the gulgailis of a mace. So will it cause tume or not? Okay, well, from from two different bodies. That is correct. Right, the shadre and gulgailis that come together from two different bodies. So now. If you counted all these cases that it says over here, the Gemara asks, Now, if you're going to say, that when it says Shedra and Golgailes, so the spine alone or the skull alone causes Tome, and the Bryce is mentioning the Shedra that came from two bodies or the Golgailes that came from two bodies, so then the count over here, there are seven cases that Abba Kiva and the Chachamim argued about. It's not six. So the Gemara wants to prove the fact that it says six and it says Shadra and Gulgailas. That means Shadra and Gulgailas are counted as one because only the Shadra and Gulgailas together cause Tumen, not separately. So the Gemara here is going to give a few answers to this. Because the Gemara, no, there's no Raya from here because the count skips one of the cases that are mentioned in the Brayse. Ki Katani, what is being counted here? And the Gemara gives a simon for the answers it gives. Simen, Yachit, Shuhu, Gilach, Ve'echot. So what is it mentioning? So first of all, it says as follows. Kol the Pligi Rabim. What it's counting, when it says that there were the six cases that Rabbi Kiva argued with the, with the Chachamim, it's only counting six, because only six out of these seven cases, he argued with, with the Rabim, with the Chachamim. La fuke etzem which excludes the case of the bone that's the size of a barley and then it was sliced, the yachdu the polagale. That's a case where Rabbi Kiva argued with a yachid, with one tana, not with the chachamim. Where do we see this? Because in another b'raise it says, the tanya etzem this bone that's the size of a barley that was sliced into two, Rabbi Kiva metame, Rabbi Kiva says it's still metame, Rabbi Yechanan ben Nuri metayer, and Rabbi Yechanan ben Nuri is the one that's metayer. So we see that who did he argue with? Not with the Chachamim, he argued with Rabbi Yechanan ben Nuri. So because he argued with one tana, 
So that's not included in the count of six that he argued with the Chachamim. Or we could say that there's another case that we take out that we don't count there. Kikatani Eivim Menames. We're counting the case of Eivim Menames when there's a, when one limb that comes from a mace, that's counted as one of the cases that he argues with the Chachamim, whether it's Tommy, if it's combined from two different bodies. But Eivim Menachai, like Katani. The Eivim Menachai, that's not mentioned. The Eivim Menachai is not part of these cases where you're speaking about different Tumas that come from a mace. Vibai Seima, third answer I could say, Kikutani. What is being counted in these six arguments here? When all these Tumas here that apply, where, where Tumas oil applies, where the Nazir would have to redo his uh, Nazirus, even through being Tamid, just by the, being under the same tent. That doesn't apply to the case that's mentioned, which is the bone that's the size of a barley. Delight. There's no Tumas oil by Etzim Kisaida, so that's not, not being counted. Vibai Seime, final answer here is, Kikatani, when is it mentioning the six that they argued? Only regarding the six cases that Rabakiva in the end retracted from his opinion. So that excludes the case regarding the Revius of blood that comes from two Mesim together. There, Rabakiva did not retract from his opinion that it will cause Tome. Domele Rabbi Lebarkapare. Rabbi said to Bar Kapara, When you teach this halacha here, that Rabbi Kiva retracted from his opinion, don't include this halacha of the Rabbi Yisdam that comes from Tumesim. The opinion of Rabbi Kiva regarding this remains in his hands. He never retracted this. And besides that, there's a Pasik that proves what Rabbi Kiva said. And this is something that the Gemara already brought before. Because we learn it from the Pasik, why does he use a plural term of nafshais? Nafshais means even the, the blood, the revi is dam, is the minimum amount that the body needs to be alive, the nefesh. And it says nafshais, lashan rabim. So that means even if the revi is dam is made up of two bodies, it causes tumma. And also, Rab Shimon said about this opinion of Rabbi Kiva that Ad Yomov, or some of greatest of here, uh, what is it, Ad Saif Yomov? Huh? Uh, again, Ad, uh, Ad Yomov, okay, all his lifetime, Rabbi Kiva held his opinion and he said that the Revius of down that comes from two Mason will be Metame. And then Rabbi Shimon added, maybe after Rabbi Kiva passed away, maybe he retracted from his opinion, any day, that I don't know. But I can tell you, as long as he was alive, he didn't retract from his opinion. A very unusual expression, Rabbi Shimon said it. But this the Gemara actually says, Tana, we learned in the Braise about this expression that Rabbi Shimon said, that because he expressed himself this way about Rabbi Kiva, that maybe he retracted his opinion after he passed away, so it was sort of not respectful to speak about Rabbi Kiva this way, so his teeth became black from fasting because he said this about his teacher. Okay, so there's no Rai from this Braisa. Again, so we're, we're still back to the question. When it says in our Mishnah, Shadra and Gulgailas, does that mean that only both together are Metamid and Nazar, or each one separately is Metamid? Gemara brings from another Braise, Toshima, the Tanya, we learned in the Braise. Beishamay Yemrim, Beishamay Say. Reiva Atzamais, the halacha of Reiva Atzamais, the amount of, of, a, of a quarter of a calf of bones that are metame inside of oil, mina Atzamim, so it has to come from bones of the, of the body, of the dead body. And he says, from, what, how many, from how many bones it has to, has to, does it have to come from? You can't just have this amount of Reiva Atzamais that comes from one bone. It has to be from two or three bones from the body together. And then you have this amount of a reva of these bones that will cause tumma of oil. 
Basil say that no, from two or three bones is not enough. It has to be Reva Minagvia, has to be a quarter of this calf of these bones that comes from the whole body. And what does it mean the whole body? It doesn't have to be mamish from the whole body. It has to be Miraiva Binyan, either from most of the structure of the body, or at least from most of the amount of the number of bones that a body has. How many bones does a body have? Ramach Evarim, 248 limbs. So if it's most of the 248, meaning if it's 125 bones, parts from 125 bones, then this shear of Reva at Samais will be metame. That's what Pesolo said. On this, I'm Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua said about this argument here, I can show you how the opinion of Beshamai and the opinion of Besolo is really all one and the same. Why? When Bishamay said Mishnayim or Mishloisha that the Raiva Atzamis has to come from two or three bones of the body, what did he mean when he said three bones of the body? Either that means three bones that includes two shin bones. Is that is that uh, how they translate it there? And Vierech Echod and one yeah the shin bones and Vierech Echod and one thigh. That one thigh bone, oi mishnei rechayim, or it comes from the two thigh bones, v'shoykecha, the one shin bone, and this will be the same as Beis Hillel said, which is roiv binyanei, most of the structure of the body. Why? Hoyel v'roiv goiva shel adam, most of the height of a person is migoiva, uh, is from this height. When the, from the structure of the body of the person to the till, till the thigh bone, that's already most of the height of the person. So therefore, Bishamai said that three bones, if you have this reva of atzames, if you have these bones that come from three bones, that will cause toma. Basil said it has to be most of the structure. So Rabbi Shua is saying you could have three bones that will be most of the structure. Okay, but according to this, as the Derashia points out, at least according to one shot, when Bishamai said Shnayim, that it could be from two bones, that's Lavdafka. Because it has to be from three bones. Okay, then he has a different shot, but this is one of the pshatim that the Rosh says on this. Okay, then the Gemara explains what did uh, Basil say on this. So Basil is not arguing on Beishamai, he's really just adding to Beishamai. Basil says, that the Reva Atzamis has to come from the bones of the body, either from most of the structure of the body, which is what we just described. That could be from the thighs and the, and the shin bones. That, that's already most of the structure. Saint Bishamai said the same thing. Oi, then Bishil adds, or you could have even from a very small part of the body, but it, as long as it's most of the number of bones that there are in the body. And the Gemara here, the, the Braise here describes how that could be even from a small section of the body. You could have just in the portions of the, the hands and the feet, you already have almost most of the bones of the body. And the reason for this is because from all the joints of the fingers and the palms of the hands and the feet, you have already many, many bones. Every single finger has six different joints in it. So that's already six avodim. And then six times five, for every, all the fingers is already 38 vatim. And then the palms itself also has a bunch of different joints. It's another 38 vatim. So 30 times four for the two hands and the two feet is already 128 vatim. What's most of the bones of the body? 125. So even if you have from a very small section of the body, you could come to have rave of the minion of the bones of the body that can cause this tumma. Okay, no, Beshamai is not arguing. Basil is adding this to what Beshamai said. 
Okay, this the Emma says all of this is not really in the gay here for the Raya that the Gemara is trying to bring to what we are speaking about. Now the Gemara here brings in that Braise, it says what's Negeya for us here. So Shna Shamai himself came and said, this is pretty unusual here. You have a whole Braise that's discussing an argument between Bay Shamai and Basil, which is the yeshiva of Shamai and Yeshiva of, of, of uh, Hillel. But now it says what Shamai himself said. Shamai himself was more Machmer. Afila etzem, even just from one bone. Yeah, before we were saying it has to be from two bones, from three bones, it has to be from most of the structure of the body. Shammai himself that is said, even if it's just one bone, that comes from the spine of the body, or from the skull of the body, that will cause Tomah. Okay, so what do you see over here? Shammai himself clearly said that if you have one bone that comes a part of the spine, or a part of the Gulgailis, that will cause Tumas. So at this point, the Gemara understands that just like Shammai himself is saying, Oi, either from the Gulgailis or from the Shadra, it'll cause Tumas. So true, this is only Shammai's opinion, and the other opinions here in the Braise, Bei Shammai, Bei Sil, disagreed with him, but nevertheless, what did they disagree with? They disagreed and said that it has to be the full spine, or the full skull. But they're going to agree that even if it's either or, either from the spine or from the skull, it'll be metame. Shammai's own chiddush was that even if it's just a part of the bone of the spine or the skull, it'll be metame. But I see from here that it's either or. It doesn't have to be both together. So Gmaraz is not, you can't prove anything from Shammai's opinion. Why? Shani Shammai de Machmer. We see over here, Shammai is very stringent. And therefore, Shammai is the one that said, Oi, because he's the one that's so stringent about this. So there's really two stringencies. Number one, we hold that it has to be both together, the skull and the spine. But Shammai said, or Shammai rather. Shammai says it can be either or. And the second stringency is that it doesn't even have to be the whole bone. Sorry, it doesn't have to be the whole skull or the whole spine. It could be just one bone. So now the Gemara says, if so, let's be poetry from here. Time the Beishamai the Machmer. Here the Gemara uses the term Beishamai. Time with the Bach says it's supposed to be Time the Shamai, not Beishamai. Okay, Time the reason is that Shamai is Machmer. He was the one that was very stringent. So therefore he says either or, either the spine or the skull. Harabanon. But shouldn't we understand from this that the Rabbanon that are lenient and disagree? They hold that it has to be both the Shedre and the Gulgailis together. And the Rosh points out that like, if you look in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah it said Shedre Vigulgailis. Shama is saying Shedre Oigulgailis. So therefore he is more stringent and said either or. So the Gemara says, no, not necessarily. You can't necessarily prove him here because Loi Atkan, Loi Pligir Le the Shamai. The only detail that Rabban argued on Shammai, I could say, is Shammai's stringency that even a bone that comes from the skull or from the spine, that Shammai held that that's going to be metameh. But if you have the full skull or the full spine, so then even one of them, even just the skull or just the spine, Maybe the Rabbanon don't argue on Bishamay that. How do you know that there's an argument between Shammai and the Rabbanon in both details? Whether it has to be both together, the spine and the skull, or it could be either or. And also, Shammai has a second thing that he's machmeran, that it could even be just one bone from the skull of the spine. Maybe they're only arguing about one point. Who says they're arguing about both points? 
Right, so true, Shammai over here is stressing that it could be either or, oi, because Shammai is coming to stress his, uh, his stringency. But Labdafke, the Chachamim, disagree on that detail. So still, therefore, the Gemara is never Pesha to Sibaya, whether the Halacha of our Mishnah, Shedra and Gulgailas, does it mean both together, or does it mean each one separately, which is Metameh?